Girlfriends, episode number 358, all about spiritual direction with Deanna Bartolini. Hello and welcome to Girlfriends. I'm Danielle Bean. I'm a wife and a mom, and I'm on a mission to help you know your worth as a woman so you can find peace, balance, and joy in family living. This week, we are talking with a special guest, my good friend, Deanna Bartolini, who is a spiritual director and knows an awful lot about it. So I've got lots of questions for her. Let's get going. Hey, girlfriend, how are you? Thanks so much for showing up for this episode of Girlfriends. I always love the opportunity to connect with you here. Starting off today, I want to remind you to join us over in the Girlfriends community over at girlfriendscommunity.com. You can check it out for free to make sure the community is a good fit for you. But you know what? If you enjoy this podcast, I already know it's a good fit for you. There's opportunity for us to have deeper conversations about the kinds of things we talk about here on the podcast. And I've got some great content planned, daily content for the Lenten season. So if you're beginning to think about Lent, and you should begin to think about Lent because it's right around the corner, this is a great way to just you know sign up for the Girlfriends community and get that daily content there. I know that this time of year, I'm often like looking for different resources. What am I going to use? What books do I want? And it's great if you've got books or a program, but in the girlfriends community, it's kind of nice that we can kind of go through these liturgical seasons together day by day. So I would love for you to join us before the start of Lent. You can check it all out at girlfriendscommunity.com. And actually, today's guest is a member of the girlfriends community, Deanna Bartolini, my good friend, who's going to be joining us in just a moment here. One more thing I want to ask you to do before we dive into today's content is to subscribe to the show notes for the Girlfriends podcast. It's really a great way for us to stay in touch, for me to be able to share with you the resources that we're talking about here on the show. You know, I have people on and sometimes there's great books that, you know, we talk with the authors and you want the links to the books or to websites or past episodes that I might mention here. And the best way for you to make sure that you're getting all of that great content is to subscribe to the show notes. So you can do that by texting the word girlfriends to 33777. It's that easy. Like, go ahead and do it right now. I'll wait. You can come back. (laughs) So go ahead. Just text the word girlfriends to 33777. And that way you'll never miss an episode of the Girlfriends podcast and we will always be connected. All right. I want to get into today's conversation because Deanna is just so great. And I had a bunch of questions about spiritual direction. As you know, at the start of the year, when I shared 23 things for 2023, one of the things on my list was to look into spiritual direction, begin taking more steps toward it. I shared with you, I took the very initial steps of talking to my pastor, getting some recommendations, and he offered some leads for me. More leads came out of this conversation with Deanna. So I'm, I'm looking forward to giving you updates about my search for spiritual direction and uh, my experience of that in the weeks ahead. But If you've ever thought about spiritual direction, or maybe you had it in the past and you'd like to get back to it, or maybe you're just wondering, like, what on earth are you talking about? What is spiritual direction? Deanna's got answers for you. So I can't wait to share this conversation with you. Take a listen. I am welcoming a special guest here on Girlfriends today. Deanna Bartolini is joining us for the second time here on Girlfriends. Deanna is a certified spiritual director, speaker, and content creator. She has served in parish ministry as a religious education director, youth minister, liturgical coordinator, and stewardship director. Deanna is the founder of LiveNotLukewarm.com and the Not Lukewarm podcast. Deanna, thank you so much for joining me here on Girlfriends today. I always love chatting with you, Danielle. Thanks for inviting me. 
I always love having you on too. And it's been a while since we had a chance to chat here. And I always love the opportunity to have a real life friend come on and join me here on Girlfriends. Of course, everyone that I interview is a friend in some respect, but you are especially a dear friend to me. And I appreciate the ministry that you work in, especially. And you came to mind when I had lots of people, and this goes this goes on, you know, on and off, uh, you know, throughout the year, but especially at the start of the year, when I shared about one of my 23 things for 2023 was to kind of move forward in my own goal of getting regular spiritual direction. And I heard from a ton of people then that were like, how do I do that? What do I do? What is it? Why would you do it? All these questions about spiritual direction. And I thought, I know somebody who can answer all of these. So thrilled to have you come on and begin this conversation about spiritual direction. All right. We're going to we're gonna do our best to answer all the questions. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're going to try to do it all. So let's just start at the very beginning. Like, what is it? What are we talking about? And why should anybody even consider it? All right. So first of all, spiritual direction. The term direction is a slight misnomer mm. because, first of all, I don't consider myself the director. It's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And secondly, in spiritual direction, it's not about the person that you come to telling you what to do. It, it truly is an act of listening and paying attention to the movement of the Spirit. So you don't go to a spiritual director and say, okay, tell me what to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Because we're not clairvoyant. And of but course, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody wants that, right? Like Just that interpret of, the signs of the Lord and tell me what to do next. Right. And, and that's, that's the person, the directee. So the person yeah. who comes for direction mm-hmm. is called the directee. And that's really, you, you discern together, but it's, it does take effort and time on the part of the directee mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Okay. And then the spiritual director can help you and help you see connections maybe that you don't see mm-hmm. and remember different things that you've said. Um, but it is very much a work of the spirit. And it is also, think about this, how often do you actually have a conversation with someone who listens just to listen? Right. That's, that's pretty a, that's amazing. a gift right there, right? Like, yes. So when you are uh, directing people, do you call it like spiritually directing people? I don't know what the you verb do. is yeah, here. Okay. That's, that's when, what you would say. Yeah. Okay. How often do you meet with them? What does that typically look like? Typically once a month, unless okay. someone is maybe going through the Ignatian spiritual exercises, and then it would be more frequently. But okay. typically once a month for about okay. an hour. Okay, once a month for about an hour is the kind of commitment that we're we're talking about here. And and what are some of the benefits? You said, you know, they can help you, they can help you to remember things. But I know some people want to know the logistics like some people probably when I read your bio were like, "What? A laywoman is a spiritual director? What what is that? Like who can be a spiritual director and tell us about your certification and how all of that works?" Okay, so let's start with who can be a spiritual director. So mm-hmm. you do not need to be a uh, priest, a deacon, or a religious. So okay. I'm, I'm neither. I'm a married woman with grandchildren. So right. I don't check any of those <laughs> other boxes at all. Um, so I actually, I went to school. So that's where the certification comes in. I went to mm-hmm. school uh, actually in Clearwater, Florida. And mm-hmm. it's called the Cenacle of Our Lady of Divine Providence School of Spiritual Direction. 
and it is approved by the Diocese of uh, St. Petersburg, which is where it's located. And then okay. it is also done in conjunction with Franciscan University of Steubenville. Oh, cool. So part of the coursework we took were Foundations of Catholic Theology, and then we also did a lot of coursework in, in prayer, in healing, and in learning how to listen. So that's the new family, mm-hmm. the family joke. It's not, and it isn't a joke, really, but my husband will say to the, my adult children, you know, your mom, she's, she's, a, she's a certification in listening now. <laughs> it's true, right? So, well, and, and it is, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that funny. There's, there's a bit of irony in that because I do love to talk. Um, <laughs> so I've learned to listen. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing. So I, we are we are trained, and there's different types of schools of spiritual direction that have different spiritual focuses. Mm-hmm. Um, ours is Ignatian, so it's a contemplative, evocative. And so that means we start always with Scripture, with the Word of God, mm-hmm. and what comes out of that. So it's okay. not therapy. Right. Um, it's yeah, that not, was going to be my next question. Like, well, maybe you just need therapy, but... Like, and, how does someone you determine might. that? Yeah. <laughs> um, one doesn't preclude the other. Um, it's not confession. I and mean, obviously, right. I, I'm not a priest. And so it's, it's not confession. And so that's what you do in spiritual direction is this. So first of all, is you don't come empty handed, so to speak. You will come having read and contemplated scriptures. Mm. And then you come and you talk about, well, what happened? What did God show you? What was revealed to you? What did you learn when you read these scriptures and sat and prayed with them? Mm -hmm. And so then that's where the listening comes in is that, you know, you try to, sometimes we don't hear ourselves talk, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the spiritual director will help you point out the things that you've said and maybe Mm -hmm. ask a question that leads you to think more deeply about it. Okay. And do you generally, like, is there homework? Like, do you leave with, like, (laughs) do you leave with, like, a list of, like, you know, these are the scriptures I need to be reading, or this is a new practice I need to incorporate? Uh, Is it that kind of thing? Do you give them a prescription? Yes and no. Um, Okay. So, okay. So, (laughs) it just sounds so funny when you say homework. And I actually, there was one one person who's coming. She's like, so what's my homework for this time? I was like, oh, don't say homework. Because that just sounds so (laughs) heavy and schoolish. But your invitation or opportunity, right? Right. Right. So, (laughs) typically, you will go through. So, in, in the method that we use, when we pray, we ask for a specific grace. Mm-hmm. which is not the same as asking for an answer to prayer, okay? Okay. So what we're trying to do is say, who am I? Who is God? And who am I in relation to God? Mm-hmm. And so, for example, um, right now, I mean, I have a spiritual director. It's important that spiritual directors have spiritual directors because mm-hmm. you don't want to go off the rails, right? Right. Um, we need community. And so right now I'm working on the virtues, so maybe you want to work in growing in virtue, and so you're going to ask for the grace of an increase in faith or an increase in hope or wh- whatever the case may be. And then typically we give about f- three, four scriptures for you to, to work on, to ponder, mm-hmm. to pray with for a month's time. And okay. then in between, of course, you know, you're going to read 
whatever you normally would be doing, whether it's the daily readings or if you're reading a spiritual book, or even if you're just focusing on those four scriptures. Mm-hmm. So it's an it's individualized, and you know we ask you know like keep a journal, just it's just a couple of notes so that when you come back, you mm-hmm. you you remember. Yeah, because you know the older we get, the less we remember. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Yes, Just, I know. I, mean, I, I always find myself thinking, oh, I don't need to write that down. And then I'm like, oh, no, no, I probably yeah. do need to write that thing down. Right. But that's just for you. Like, I never yeah. check. Um, <laughs> You're not checking people's I don't, I don't notebooks? Check. No. Okay. Do not check anything. Okay. Um, it's And it's a process. Yeah. So I, I'm picturing, so I, I did share in the that first of the year podcast that one of my goals is to move forward in, in finding a spiritual director this year. And one of my worries about doing this on a regular basis is that I would, I'm afraid I'm going to fall into the trap of like treating it like a class or something, you know, like I want to excel at this. I want to impress this person. I want to like, you know, I know that I very easily slip into that kind of mentality. Like what advice do you have for somebody who's seeking spiritual direction for kind of reframing the the way that they approach these sessions? I think it's like having a best friend who only wants to listen to you Mm. because you can look at, okay, so like I have a lot of friends and I, once I finished, one of my friends came to me and says, I really would like for you to be my spiritual director. And I said, nope. I said, not going to happen. And she's like, but you're so good. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you don't know how good I am because you've never, we've never done this together. Number one, I said, but number two, you're my friend (laughs) and I want to be able to talk to you about my life. Right. A spiritual Mm -hmm. director doesn't talk about their own life with you. I'm not saying that they never share any information. Right. That's not it. But like we we listen and so we're not judging. I can't imagine a spiritual director being a judgmental person. I think by nature of mm-hmm. who you are and that desire to serve, you're not going to be judgmental. And so it, I think to approach it with the sense of this person wants my good because they're a servant not because mm-hmm. we're going to get a grade or oh look Danielle is doing right. so well in her scripture you know like i i <laughs> like you know i have no idea you have no idea how much i live well, for gold stars deanna i'll <laughs> mail you a few okay um, <laughs> but th- this is because in the spiritual life and that's also something else i think we have to guard ourselves against is like there's no grade in the spiritual life right yeah. That's like a lifelong thing that I grapple with. Like I, I I feel like with, you know, most other areas of my life, I'm I'm very much like seeking to accomplish things and, you know, finding success in whatever that means and whatever area it is. And then changing my brain, especially when it comes to like my relationship with God, it seems like such a difficult thing. Like this isn't something I'm going to do at all. Like, this is not something I'm going to accomplish. I'm not going to accomplish my own holiness in any way, shape, or form. And, like, like there is no grade. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's about being open to what, what God is calling you to, right? It is. I mean, we get our grade, ultimately, when we meet our maker. Right. And, you right. know, who knows what the grade's going to be. And by then, <laughs> you've sort of done it or not done it. And, and if you've been focused on the grade, you're probably not going to get a good grade at that <laughs> actual grading point. <laughs> I I think that's, it's sort of the sense that, like, did I do enough? Mm -hmm. Well, 
is it about enough or is it about your intention? Right. And, and those are the kinds of things that people bring to spiritual direction. It's like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like I'm a good Catholic. What does that mean to be a good Catholic? Mm-hmm. Or look, she's a really good Catholic. Well, how do you know that? Right. Like, how do you know? I don't know anything. I sometimes don't even know what I, if I'm being a good person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that whole idea that we get a, a grade, like we have to do it right. We have to do it with the right intention. Mm hmm. And with the acknowledgement that the only reason why we're able to do it as well, whatever that means, as we can, is because of the grace of God. Right. It's yeah. not me. Right. Yeah. I think that's such a such a tough thing, but exactly why someone like me probably needs spiritual direction. So let's talk a little bit more about the different kinds of options. So you're a spiritual director based in Florida. Are all the people that you work with, are they, they local to you? Do they come in to see you in person? Do you have online options? How does that work? I have both. So okay. um, I my parish is right down the street from me, and I use some a space there to see mm-hmm. uh, some people in person, and then I also see people virtually. And it really is just a matter of what works because you, first of all, depending on where you live, there might not be any spiritual directors who have time or literally right. might not even be local right mm-hmm. and and so virtual is really great my when i did my training my mentor was one of the first graduates of the school mm-hmm. and she said that her mentor she used to meet with her and talk over the phone like because it was such a long time ago right there was yeah. no such thing as <laughs> probably a phone that was attached to the wall probably and so <laughs> you know you think about that it's like so now at least we zoom and so I, right. I i you know we do video calls so that we can see each other which i think is really helpful mm-hmm. uh, or we do it in person and you know when you're looking for a spiritual director um what's important is that you are a good fit with the person right and that you feel comfortable talking with them yeah, I think that this, this is, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think this is a stumbling block for many people that they think, okay, I want to get a spiritual director, but how do I find someone who's a good fit? And then what if I find someone and try it out and it's not a good fit and then I'm stuck in this awkward place? Like, how do I get out of it? Like, how does that part work from from your end, your perspective? So when I meet with people the first time, which is not a a spiritual direction time. It's a conversation time. Mm-hmm. And so I tell the person that, look, if the, if you think this is a good fit, then it's a good fit at this moment. And in six months, if it's not a good fit anymore, then it's okay. Like mm-hmm. we're not married, right? <laughs> this is not a for life commitment. right? And I actually, I've had numerous spiritual directors in my life and, you know, and sometimes they just faded just because things changed or whatever. But mm-hmm. one time in particular, the situation, for a lot of different reasons, became awkward. And we mm-hmm. both sensed it. And it was a situation where we had started out being in person and then she was a sister. And so then she was transferred to um, Chicago. And so then we were doing it virtually and it was working, not working. And then one day we were on a call and we both sort of looked at each other and said, I I just don't know. And she said, I know, I feel the same way. And so there was no ill will, you know? Right, right. We're adults, you know, sometimes things change, people's needs change. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And then I remember one day I was talking to someone and she said she's had the same spiritual director for 25 years. 
Wow. I was imagine amazed. That. that, yeah. Imagine how well that person knows her by now. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. What a gift. So, yeah. So, there are some times when you might just need to make a change. The same way you might if you were going to a counselor and it's just not, doesn't exactly. work anymore or whatever. Like, you're right. This is like a professional situation. And so, that can happen. But are there times when someone might come to you or, or some other spiritual director and, you know, they're going through a crisis or, you know, they're working some very difficult things out. And they might only need spiritual direction for a short time. Or does, is it like you're signing on and the understanding is it needs to be for a you know, an indefinite period of time. Now, I think there are different situations. So for some mm -hmm. people, they come because they just know that they want to deepen their spiritual life. Mm -hmm. So I have, like, there's a lot of women my age who you feel like, okay, is this it? I, I don't know that I've done enough. Right. Um, and I want to do more and I want you to help me. And that's, so that's a different purpose, right? And then there are mm -hmm. younger people who come that they're discerning. They're trying to decide, um, career, vocation, this sort of thing. And that's also a good time to go for spiritual direction. Mm -hmm. um, if you're like in, a, in an emotional crisis, you know, spiritual direction, again, cannot take the place of counseling mm -hmm. or, you know, if, if you would need medical help, you know, you, they can be used together, but you also have to be aware that they're not a substitute. One is not a substitute for the other if you right. need both. And so, but yeah, you certainly can come like to discern your, you know, path in life or to discern, you know, like next steps in your life. So there's, mm -hmm. there's, there are different reasons to come and they're all perfectly valid. I think the most important thing is like in any situation, you just tell, you talk to the person about what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then the person can say, okay, yeah, I'm the person who can help you with that. Or that's not something I, I have experience with or, you know, whatever the case is. Right, right. Okay. So with all these different options available, like how do you recommend someone get started looking for a spiritual director? Because it can be overwhelming. Like before I decided to do this podcast, I just, you know, typed into Google Catholic spiritual directors, a million different options and kinds of options came up and, this is something, of course, you want to proceed very cautiously with. I don't want just anybody, you know, giving me spiritual advice. So wh where do you recommend that people get started and how can they know that something is, quote unquote, legit? So first, you can ask your parish priest if he knows anyone in mm -hmm. your parish or in your area. If you have a retreat house nearby, uh, that's another good venue. Sometimes the the people who work at the retreat house are spiritual directors or they might have access to them. Mm -hmm. You can also, because we do live now in a, in a time where virtual is almost normal. I mean, it mm -hmm. is normal, but I mean, typical, um, right. Go ahead and contact schools of spiritual direction. Like the school that I go to will help you find a spiritual director. And if you tell them you want an in-person person, they would find someone help you find someone in your geographic area. And if it doesn't matter, then virtual. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something to think about. And what is the name of the school where you were certified? It's the Cynical of Our Lady of Divine Providence. Okay. Okay. We can definitely put links in the show notes so people can yeah. start there. So yeah, starting with your parish priest or, or looking at some of these um, schools of spiritual direction. Right. And then you also want to make sure that if you're looking at a school, that if, if it has a Catholic identity is important to you, then make sure it's a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So we had people of different denominations coming to our school, but the school itself is Catholic. And then there's also inter like non-denominational schools or 
schools that are run by different denominations together. So you have to decide what's important to you. Right. The, the other thing is, is when you're pursuing who to talk with about spiritual direction, make sure that they are someone who has experiences that can relate to you personally. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's not 100% important, but I think it's somewhat important. Okay. Right. So that they mm-hmm. have understand, you know, your your life situation. So like sometimes, like if young moms want spiritual direction, I would never say to them, well, you need to pray for an hour every day because they would look <laughs> at me as if I was insane and they would be right. Right, right. Um, <laughs> you know, what mother of young children has an hour a day to do anything uninterrupted? Uh, maybe, right. Hopefully they sleep. <laughs> but that's about it, right? Right, so, exactly. So you have to have somebody who's flexible. Um, and also, do you hit it off? Like, do you, do you genuinely want to spend time with the person? Mm-hmm. Other red flags to watch out for, in, and some of this is my opinion and some of this is my training. Mm-hmm. If the spiritual director is doing all the talking, that's not the best thing. Okay. If the spiritual director is always saying, well, you know, what I did in this situation was, mm. or I think you should, like, okay. really laying down that sense of, I'm, I know what you need to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I, again, I, it's not like I've been doing this for 100 years or anything. I haven't. But you have that sense that when people are talking to you, oftentimes you, the person knows the answer. And unless someone said to me something absolutely like horribly immoral or evil, mm-hmm. I would never say to them, no, you can't do that. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's, that's not my role. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then also for me, and some people will disagree with this. So this is, this is definitely my opinion. I think training is important mm-hmm. because that says that someone has looked at this person outside of, like their best friends or their husband or their wife, whatever, and said, yeah, this person actually has what it takes to do this job. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I can see that. I definitely can see that. So yeah. Okay. Those are good, good red flags to know. What might you say to encourage somebody, anybody who's listening right now that kind of has an inkling like, oh, this is on my list. I think I should probably look into spiritual direction, but they're hesitant, they're feeling shy, they're feeling unsure. Like, what would you say are like the main reasons, the main benefits of spiritual direction that someone should keep in mind that might motivate them to make that call or make that move? So spiritual direction is, this is going to sound maybe strange, but it is the one time where the focus is on your spiritual life and only your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And uh, and of course, our life is not linear, right? And mm-hmm. and women's brains don't work in like, oh, I'm only thinking about me and I never think about how my life interacts or intersects with anybody else. We just, right. we're not wired that way. <laughs> but the sense that the person listening to you truly only wants your good and has no like vested interest in you choosing one thing or another. So. Right. Like, like I can say, okay, I can talk to my husband and I can say, okay, well, what do you think? Should we do this or should I do that? Or what do you think is the best thing? And in his head, even though he loves me and wants what's best for me, is there some piece of him and is there some piece of me when he does the same thing to me that says, well, that would be good for him, but is that what's going to work for me too? 
Mm. Right? Right, right. <laughs> and again, we don't do it out of selfishness. We're no. just pre-human. Right, right. Right. My spiritual director never thinks, well, if Diana decides that, how will that affect me? She right. never thinks that because <laughs> it's just not a thing. Yeah, right? exactly. And so from that perspective, it's so helpful. And then if you think, when you think about God, we know God is within us, right? By, mm-hmm. by nature of our baptism, the, the spirit is within us. And that as, as Catholics, like what, what attracts us to other people? It's the spirit within them, right? Mm-hmm. But when you are talking to God, you don't see him. And I'm not saying that my spiritual director or any spiritual director is like God, but right. it's like the, a sounding board who's mm-hmm. a real person. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I can see what you're saying about the benefits of talking to someone who's kind of removed from your immediate situation, because you were given the example of your husband. And, and I find there are sometimes things that I don't share or I won't share as quite bluntly or as honestly as maybe I might need to, because I don't want to burden him with certain things or, you know, I, or because I, I our relationship is a is a certain way and it's it's supposed to be and it's good that it is. Right. But that we're kind of looking out for each other, even in deciding what to share and when to share it. Yeah. And I think, too, the um, the, the part of spiritual direction is that just especially as you as you grow into that relationship, you grow so much closer to God that you want to have someone who is praying for you, mm-hmm. who is following along with you, and who really sees the the growth. So, you know, you, you mentioned before that you want to make sure that you're you're going to get the gold star. I mean, <laughs> you will you you see growth in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And your spiritual director sees growth in yourself in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you get that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say validation, but sort no, of. But maybe check. in a way that you notice more, right? Because yes. you're paying attention to it, and you're taking notes, and you're checking in, and you're held accountable. I think that I could see the value of that for sure. Yeah, I try not. Well, held accountable is again. <laughs> poor Danielle. She's like, I'm never talking to Tiana again. She just no. It's just that sense of like there have been times when I I have gone to spiritual direction. I'm like, okay, I didn't read one of these. I didn't read one of these because my life was a hot mess. I was a hot mess and I need you to help me with the hot mess. And I get help and that's okay. (laughs) And that's what, yeah, exactly. That's what spiritual direction is for you at that point. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. One more practical question. So there there are all different kinds of spiritual direction and all different ways of getting a spiritual director, but like, what are the costs involved? Can you let us know like typically how that part of things works? So, I'm going to tell you that there is no typical. (laughs) So you went online and you looked up Catholic spiritual directors and you probably, you you can find websites where there are individuals, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to tell you that you make an appointment and it's $150 an hour and X, Y, Z. And it almost sounds as if you are going, you know, to counseling or medical doctor. And then there are other places we're going to say, no, we never take any money. And that's that. And so mm-hmm. it really just depends. Um, okay. And the other thing, I have also seen that people just give whatever they feel they want to. Mm-hmm. And different 
it's so unique to everybody. And so it's one of those sticky things like who wants to talk about money in terms of the spiritual life, right? Mm -hmm. So like when I I used to go to a retreat center, my spiritual director was there and I always gave a donation when I went. But she always made the point of saying, the donation is at the front desk. You don't give that to me, right? Okay, right. That kind of thing. And so sometimes if you go to a retreat center, they will tell you up front, well, we ask for X. You know, at that mm-hmm. time when I was going, it was it was $25, which is, you know, I think perfectly reasonable and legitimate. Sure. And so like now when I see people, to be, to be honest, sometimes people give me something, sometimes people don't. And you know what? It makes no difference to me mm-hmm. um, because eventually this is all going to work out the way it's supposed to because I believe that, that Mm -hmm. God gives us all a purpose and this is one of my purposes in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just depends. Uh, But it is good to ask up front. Right. And I also, you know, the question is, if someone is saying, oh, it's $100 or $150, then I always think, well, what does that mean? That only if you have money, you can go for spiritual direction? Right, that doesn't I know. Seem right. You don't want that to be a barrier to people. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's why, you know, I leave it, I leave it totally open. Mm-hmm. And I know there's, there's a, yeah, yeah, we could talk about this forever. But anyway, <laughs> it really, just ask the person. Yeah, um, just and ask. Actually, and, and if they have a website, like on my website, it does say it, that it's totally, you know, um, at your discretion. Mm-hmm. And But other websites are very upfront about how much they charge. And so you can yeah, look ahead so of time. Yeah, kind of look. Okay. Um, but I also, there there also is a, um, a website called seekdirection.app, A-P-P. Okay. Um, and that, it also sets people up with finding spiritual directors. And, oh, okay. Um, and I don't know if, if they charge a fee, like a finder's fee. I don't want to say like a funny <laughs> thing to say. Um, but yeah, the same idea. Yeah. So yeah. okay, that's something else. So that's a good place to start maybe um, if you're, yeah. if you don't have somebody local that you want to begin with. Yeah. Well, this has been so helpful for me personally. I think, I think I'm inching toward that goal. I think I am. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to have to give an update in a, in a couple of months or something to see that I've progressed. Um, I shared at the beginning of the year in my 23 for 23 goals was um, that I want to move forward in, in getting a spiritual director. So I, I had in the, in the past, like in the past year, past six months, I, I talked to my pastor about it and he made a suggestion for me and I didn't go any further. <laughs> with that connection you know so i'm kind of like letting that sit there and so my goal is to move past that do the next thing it it really has been a huge huge help in my own spiritual life and especially um i i worked in a parish that's when i first started spiritual direction is when i worked in a parish and i Mm -hmm. needed it i needed to go to someone to talk about what was going on in my life and how my work and my spiritual life intersected and overlapped and right like that that was like a huge ball of knotted yarn at times of course (laughs) yeah but so i think that's really helpful as well yeah all right. Well, we're almost out of time here, but um, let us know, Deanna, where where can people find out more about you? Listen to your podcast. Well, give us the links. So the best place to go is just is to the main website, which is livenotlukewarm.com. dot com, mm-hmm. and you can find when I occasionally post my writing. Um, but the <laughs> podcast is always updated on there, and okay. also there is a page about spiritual direction. Um, and then I don't I don't have a book list on there, but you know, 
anything by Father Timothy Gallagher is going to be a help in your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can also give you some assistance in in thinking about spiritual direction. Yeah. He's, he's been a huge help to me. I love his work. So yeah, I'm glad you mentioned him. He was one of my teachers, Daniel. No, get out. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I would have been was, like fangirling in the class. I was. My, my <laughs> classmates were mocking me. They were mocking me. And I was like, I don't care. Y'all can mock me all you want. Yeah. I the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. He was one of our teachers. And nice. that was just... It, and he, he was, you know, sometimes you meet people in real life after you've listened to them or read them mm-hmm. and you wonder, like, are they really going to be like this? Yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful great. thing. That's beautiful great. to know. I'm glad to know it. And, and glad to know that he's affiliated with that school. That's a, that's a really great thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so wonderful. Yeah. So live not lukewarm.com. Check out everything okay. there and you can contact, you can also honestly contact me and I can help you because I do, I do the school draws people in from everywhere all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I could. Right. Not not that I'm a clearinghouse for spiritual directors. I'm not. <laughs> but you could maybe help point someone in the right yes, direction if yes. they needed that. Oh, yeah. so great. Well, thank you so much, Deanna, for all the work that you do and for sharing so generously with your 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 talent and your time and your wisdom here on Girlfriends. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate you as well, because I know you are out there working in the vineyard, doing all the things. <laughs> right alongside you. Yeah, you bet. Awesome. Okay, well, we've got more of the show coming up for you. But first, we're going to take a quick break. I'm Danielle Bean, and you are listening to the Girlfriends Podcast. Okay, here's the gut check right here, because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Do you want to be holy? And do you want to be an instrument of renewal in this world? And if so, do you believe it's possible? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know where to begin? Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. My name is Father Mark Mary. I'm a Franciscan friar of the Renewal. And I wrote a book called Habits for Holiness. And it pulls from over 800 years of Franciscan tradition, wisdom, and experience of radical and total discipleship in the midst of the world, but in a way which begins with little steps and works not only for religion, not only for priests, but for everybody. The change you desire is possible the conversion you desire is possible, the renewal you desire is possible, the healing you desire is possible, and it begins with little steps. So to guide you on your way and to help you make the next best step of renewal in your life, I'd invite you to pick up a copy of my book, Habits for Holiness. God bless you. Welcome back. Now it's the point in the show where I share a little bit of listener feedback, sometimes a listener question. And this week, I got a voicemail from listener Lo. So here's what she had to say. Hey, Danielle, this is Lo. And I am just finishing listening to your episode, uh, The Power of Showing Up. And I just felt moved and inspired by it, as I do with a lot of your podcast shows initially got introduced to your show because of my husband. Um, He is such a blessing to me and to our family. And it has been a beautiful journey of him bringing us back to the church. And um, part of it was him (laughs) sharing with me your uh, podcast show, which I've been listening to um, pretty diligently for the last year at least. Wow. 
Anyways, I wanted to uh, say that when I listened to your show, one of the things that I was thinking about as you were talking about how we ourselves can show up, um, which are beautiful, and I am so inspired to do such a thing, including visiting my elderly neighbor. Uh, she's such a sweet lady, and I love that you do that with yours. That's beautiful. But also how people show up for me, it, it kind of opened my eyes to some people, like you were saying, stories of people showing up uh, and you being surprised by that or extra appreciative. Um, and I recently had those types of experiences. And I, after listening to you, uh, sent a quick thank you, although it would be much better if I hand wrote the thank yous. <laughs> just uh, uh, get there eventually. Anyways, I just wanted to again, tell you how much I greatly appreciate you and the work that you do and how you've helped me better hear the Holy Spirit and grow closer to God and uh, work better to be a better girlfriend, um, to build community, and on my motherhood journey for sure. I'm so grateful to have you as a resource. So thank you so much. God bless you and look forward to your future shows. Thank you so much for that, Lo. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave that voicemail. I, I used to always beg for voicemails because it really is such a great thing when I get to hear the actual voices of people who listen to the podcast. So anybody out there, if you want to make my day, do what Lo did and just record a voice message on your phone and you can send it to me by email at danielle at daniellebean.com or connect with me on Vox or the link to connect with me on Voxer and leave me a Vox is in every episode show notes. So you can get those over to sentionpress.com or like I said, text the word girlfriends to 33777. Well, Lo, thank you for sharing about that, about showing up. And as you were talking, it reminded me of a conversation we had in one of our live video chats over in the girlfriends community. Uh, once a week, we have these live video chats on Wednesday evenings, and it's a ton of fun. A another way, like I love getting to see the faces and hear the voices of people that we're connecting with through the podcast and through the community. But we were talking about that episode about showing up, that concept of showing up. And like like you described, it really does kind of open your eyes when you start talking about showing up and the way that God calls us to show up in different ways in our lives, that it opens your eyes to new opportunities for ways that you're called to show up, but also the ways that other people show up for you and to be especially appreciative and, and grateful for the ways that other people show up for you and, and how much we need that as human beings. We're, we're wired to connect with other people. And so it really means a lot when other people show up for us. And so we can keep that in mind. It can be further motivation for showing up for others. And one of the other things that came up in that conversation in the girlfriends community was the idea of um, one of the, one of the women shared that she really felt this call to be showing up for her husband. And that isn't something maybe that we think often enough about because we kind of take our husbands for granted, right? He's always there, right? That's the relationship that's always there. And yet, you know, and it's so easy to just like, you know, be scrolling through your phone or to barely say hello, you know, when you when you meet up again at the end of the day when he comes home from work or you do or, you know, just you're in your, your daily routines. Right. But to really be present for your husband, what a gift to be able to do that. And so this is just a little nudge, a little reminder for everybody listening. And I'm taking the reminder, too. I've been thinking about it more and more since that uh, 
conversation that we had in the girlfriends community about just that basic call to show up for the people in your life and, you know, beginning with the people in your own home, beginning with your own marriage. And sometimes it's as basic and as simple as that. God's will for you is showing up for that person, being present for that person, looking them in the eyes, listening to them, asking questions about their day or about their perspective on things. What a gift to be able to to play that role in the lives of the people that God places in our lives. So just a little reminder, but thank you so much for that, Lo. I really appreciate it. And and she left a, a little note too with the email saying she didn't realize how quietly she was talking. She had children that were sleeping in the next room, but I love it. It's just a very calm and peaceful message. So thank you for that, Lo. If you want to send me a message, you can do what Lo did. Send a voice message to danielle at daniellebean.com or send me a regular old-fashioned email. I like those too. If you have a question you want me to take up in this section of the podcast, if you have feedback on any of the topics that we share here, I would love to hear from you. But for now, that's all the time we have. I've really enjoyed connecting with you here today, and I'm so grateful for you showing up here and being part of the conversation here at Girlfriends. Thank you so much for that. Until next time, I hope you enjoy your day and God bless your week. Girlfriends is a collaboration between daniellebean.com and Ascension, the leader in Catholic faith formation. 